Sports Talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Good morning, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show. Yes, it's still morning, Kenneth. 11 o'clock in the morning here. Trent and I with you for the next couple of hours as we are now every Monday through Friday. If you're tuning in looking for the Dave Ramsey Show, uh, Dave Ramsey no longer. This is 24-7 Sports CBS Sports Radio along with five hours of local programming every day as 1700 The Champ looks to make at least a tiny dent in the market and we're going to do our best to increase that footprint. Trent and I until 1 o'clock Jimmy B and TC this afternoon from 1 until 2 and then the drive from 4 until 6. Wolfgang and Trent get you home 4 to 6 normally but it's only a one hour show today because every Tuesday as it has been for the well more than a decade now the Hawkeye Huddle Boys have stood the test of time. Uh, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton talking Hawks from 5 until 6 on Tuesdays, as they will preview Maryland, look back, etc., etc. How are you, Trent Condon? How was your first show with Wolfgang? A lot of positive reaction on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun, as I think we're going to do. Different conversations, uh, different thought processes. We've uh, reinvented something that I came up with years ago in a former uh, format, the Top 5 at 5. Uh, re mm-hmm. that to begin the 5 o'clock hour. A lot of fun with Wolfgang. Uh, a different thought process to the guy he is a fan, as I am, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm working with him to, to bring that objectivity. You lose things. the word we and he's home free. Yes, and, and we had that conversation on air yesterday, <laughs> in fact, Good. Uh, right at the beginning of the 5 o'clock Well, hour. if he's listening today, you need to do it. Um, he also has, apparently he's hard of hearing, Trent, because I'm getting blown away in these headphones. Where's that? Is oh, it, yeah. He must have to turn this way, way up so he can hear himself. Now I can't hear squat. Well, there's your volume control. So I will talk to you as we uh, are right, underway. That, and that's going to work. All good. All good. Yeah, you know what was good was the Monday night football game last mm-hmm. night. So was the baseball game. If you're a Brewers fan, boy, they, that was a eye-opening game last night. You know who I really like, even though he got beat? Bueller. Yes. Boy, this kid's going to be good, isn't he? He is. Oh, gutsy. I just hung in there, went mm-hmm. all the way into the seventh inning. Really like that kid. How old is he? 23, 22, like 23? Graduate of Vanderbilt, or at least went to Vanderbilt. I'm not sure if he uh, got his degree or not, but a really nice player. But, boy, you know, NFL ratings are up, which I'm glad to see, quite frankly. I really it's not am. a fun conversation for us. No. Because we're not. watching the games. Right, precisely. The and people that are listening are watching the games. Yes, absolutely. And, and I don't, as I've said, I don't know why anyone would honestly cut off their nose to spite their face and give up something that's been part of their sporting life and part of their viewing life for for. Decades, probably. Uh, NFL ratings are up. And look at the primetime games we had this week. Mm -hmm. Sunday night football was a classic. Last play of the game, Guskowski field goal to win. Monday night football, last play of the game, Mason Crosby field goal to win. I mean, edge of your seat drama. How about C.J. Beathard? How about the Niners, Trent? I thought they were going to do you Bears fans Mm -hmm. and the Vikings fans in the listening audience a huge solid by knocking off the pack last night. But in the end, number 12 is number 12. Well, and number 12 was going after number 26 of the 49ers, Greg Maven, former Mm -hmm. Iowa Hawkeye. You know, I I think um, we didn't mention him and the Hawks that are going to be playing yesterday. Mm -hmm. 
maybe there was um, maybe <laughs> there was a, a method to our madness. But yeah, they picked on Maven every single run of those passes down the stretch. They found the weakest link, and, and you they saw went after it. they showed Sherman going over. Well, I'm going to guard Devontae Adams yep. now, so they did that. But all right, Greg Maven, he wasn't good last night. Mm-mm. But can't the coaching staff? Aren't you going to do something there? The safeties were continually getting over. They tried to give him help, and that wasn't there. So I know it's very easy just to point the finger at Greg Maben, but schematically, you, A, you can't give up leverage and give out those outside routes on the sideline when they don't have a timeout. Right. You know where he's going. Yet they continually did, coupled mm-hmm. with, if you have a guy over there struggling, you have to give him and help. And Sherman's defensive holding, too, was, was, a, was a huge, huge turning point in that football game. Did, was this like the Pac-12 and they just uh, somebody from the league <laughs> office made a phone call? <laughs> hey, make sure if there's something that is funky happens here, you throw a flag. Bail out Rodgers, would you I, please? I might have yelled at the television at that one. Oh, come on. Yeah, that was that was a tough one to swallow. It Trent, was. I thought they had him. I did, too. And you know, you They were like, going to get the ball back with two timeouts? If they got if that sack yes. would have held up two one or two, two or three yeah and two pretty two. good field position because they mm-hmm. would have called a timeout right after the words well here's the other thing too when uh, on their last drive that Bethard was picked off by 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 Chris King Chris King right mm-hmm. King um, who made a hell of a play I mean he right. got inside leverage and uh, and look it wasn't Bethard's fault maybe his receiver could have helped him out a little bit but he let King King got the inside leverage and and that was the difference but Bethard is getting just vilified for that last drive. How about Kyle Shanahan? You've run the football effectively all night long. Mm -hmm. You know, waste some clock at that point. I thought we were headed to overtime. I I did. I thought we were going to end our football week in thrilling overtime fashion. And I I thought it was going to come down to either a Robbie Goldfield goal Mm -hmm. or a longer field goal than what we saw from Mason Crosby. Well, he did make a 50, what, four-yarder, 50-something earlier in the night. And that one at the end, I mean, it, it was, of course, nice for him to kick it and, and knock right. it in. But You could have. It was a chip shot. Yeah. yeah. It, there, there wasn't a whole lot to that Connor one. Connor Asali makes that. Uh, that's, a, that's a cheap shot. Oh, he yeah, doesn't yeah. deserve that. Rewind, rewind the tape there. Yeah, rewind he had, the he tape, had a bad yeah. game. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's too bad. Too bad. But a fun game, fun football game. Um, now we've got baseball, and we've got both the uh, league championship series in action today. One of them at four o'clock, so that'll be right in the middle of your show. Uh, and we've got the American League. It's, the scene shifts to Houston. Well, I just feel like the Red Sox are in tough. Yeah, it's it's a tall hill to climb. Mm-hmm. You this... know, Eric Cooper. I was thinking this last night. The Moyne ump, Eric Cooper. Mm-hmm. He didn't get any playoffs yet. Now, I don't, I'm not saying he's oh. been, He's been. Um, maybe does this mean he's getting a World Series opportunity? Because he didn't, the playoff game in Chicago mm-hmm. wasn't there. Or the one where, was it L.A.? L.A. Yep. wasn't Colorado. there. Colorado, yep. Yep, Colorado. Um, wasn't in either of the divisional, the wild card, the divisional. I don't think we've seen Coop. What does that mean? Well, it I do know. It means one of two things, that either he had a, he graded out very poorly by Major League Baseball. Well, we did see Angel Hernandez. Well, I think there was more to that, as we talked about last week. Yeah. I think that they were bowing to the threat of litigation. And while it's not a threat of litigation, they've actually been sued. Major League Baseball was sued by Angel Hernandez, but mm-hmm. being passed over discrimination is what he claimed. And as we said, and many people said, you know, when that court ga- case gets to trial, simply play the tape of that game right. and watch Angel Hernandez make one mistake after another uh, on the basis uh, and that's why you were passed over, Angel. But does this mean that Coop's getting a World Series gig, or does it mean he had a bad year? One of the two, I would think. If I had to make a bet, it's that he's getting a World Series so. gig. But uh, 
I, I haven't seen anything. No, but, they haven't announced the umpires for right. the World Series yet. Um, and Cooper, I don't remember him having a terrible I'm year. I'm with you. I'm with you. I've, I've watched him a bunch of times this mm-hmm. year in some big games, and we talked about, well, that was Coop behind the plate. Yes. He was behind the plate last right. night. So he had that call at second base last night. That was our buddy Eric Cooper. So hopefully he'll get that opportunity uh, to hear his name called. He's done one World Series in the past. In fact, mm-hmm. I think he was... If you look back at it, replay came to the playoffs, and I think Coop was, sadly for him, the first overturn. Oh, really? He had a play at first base. Was it the Royals? The first Royals World Series? Anyways, the one where they lost the to the Giants? The one where they lost to the Giants. So, he had a well, play they lost to Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, wasn't he something? But really... Um, What's he been since? It hasn't been the same. It's certainly the last couple of years. Falling off ATVs and whatever. Yeah, Yeah. uh, really. Not good. Hey, uh, Paul Allen. um, Not our Paul Allen, but i got to ask you about this. Did you have the same reaction as I did when Twitter... The first thing I saw on Twitter was Paul Allen has passed away. Mm -hmm. At age... I don't know. 63, I think it was. Yeah, early 60s. Not much older than I am. October 1st, he tweeted that he was going into uh, battle... A reoccurrence of lymphoma. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, he's dead. Right. It was Owns inc- the Trailblazers, owns mm-hmm. the Seahawks. It was fast. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw it, I thought it was our Paul Allen. I, did I thought too. it was the voice of the Vikings. Right. I had that that moment where I paused. Because they spell it the same way. Caught my breath. Mm-hmm. And, and then... There's a couple other tweets that, that followed, of course. Okay. It's, yeah. I'm guessing there's a bunch of people in Minnesota felt the same way. Yes. Because he's very popular up there. Well, and my mind is turning, and I'm like, I don't think PA's in his 60s, but I guess I really don't no, know. No, he's in his early 50s. That's what I thought, yeah. but. He's grayer than I am, but he's, he's in his early 50s. He is. And he's got, he's got that young cherub face to him. So it's like, well, maybe he's just he's older than he looks. He, there's plenty of people like that. But, uh, yeah, it was not that Paul and Allen. It was the. The Seattle Paul Allen mm-hmm. that reinvigorated that franchise with the Seahawks. And there's Remember been, how bad they were after Largent? Terrible. Terrible. Throughout the 90s. Yes. Just God awful. I, in fact, they remember they were in the AFC West, and I was grateful mm-hmm. for it. Right. Because that was a couple of wins every single year. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of NBA people that will tell you that basketball would have left the Northwest without him. Remember, Seattle's gone, mm-hmm. and P- Portland probably should have been, but he was bound and determined to keep them there. Uh, last thing before we get to break, we've got Frank Schwab coming up. YahooSports.com covers the NFL. Also a big... Well, he's from Wisconsin. He's, he graduated from Wisconsin, so we'll pick his brain on the Badgers a little bit. I know he's a big Brewers fan, so he's got to be giddy about the 2-1 two lead that they now hold. Nick Bosa has played his final uh, college football down. He is walking away from college football. Of course, he got injured in that game at, against TCU uh, in Jerry's place. What was that, week two or week three? Early in the year, anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and he was going to be out for a significant... A portion of this year well he's leaving school and he is making himself he's going to prepare himself for the nfl draft and the combine and everything that comes along with it and you know what trent good for him the window is incredibly small as we know in the nfl and sports in general i mean even the greatest careers you retire at 40 mm-hmm. you still got a long time before right. before your time and is you know up what else he did it the right way trent didn't get through the regular season in the Big Ten Championship and decide in December. Because Ohio State, at least as we sit here today on, what, the 16th of October, is looking like they are destined 
uh, for the one of the four playoff bursts, right? And they and he didn't do it on the eve of Bingo. the game with right. Michigan or even a matchup with Michigan State or the Big Ten title game. And I tried to come back, just not going to be able to quite do it. Mm-hmm. Get out there now. Get it out there Get now. Get the backlash done now. There shouldn't be any backlash. Sadly, there, there will, will be. be. There will I be. Don't, I don't understand it. These kids play for free. Mm-hmm. Don't give me the got student loans. I didn't get any breaks. And uh, Nick Bosa's worth millions to Ohio State. Yeah, right. I'm glad that he did it when he did it. Um, worse off for college football because he's a hell of a player. Yes. But you know what? He's going to be the number one overall pick in next year's NFL draft. And there's people saying, and there's people that have said this when he was in high school, when Joey Bosa was doing it at Ohio State, when Nick Bosa would do this last couple of years, that Nick Bosa is the best Bosa coming yes. out of that family. Yes. And look what Joey Bosa is doing when right. he's able to play for the Chargers. I mean, he sat out all the training camp last year, came in and dominated dominated. When healthy, he's good. Maybe that's a Bosa problem, though. Those, those genes well, uh, might be guys that are injury-prone. Okay, never I'm sure that'll be that. a conversation that'll be out there. Yeah, never thought of that. Because Joey's had plenty of injuries. Mm-hmm. Nick's now had injuries. Sports hernia, I think, for Nick, yeah. although it was never really, I don't think, officially announced. So you said uh, you feel Ohio State is going to get one of the four. Well, I look at today... I think Michigan might be playing as well as anybody in the Big Ten right now, Trent. That day, that little game in Columbus at 11 o'clock on Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend gets your attention. And don't forget about Sparty. They look terrible early on. Uh, Ohio State's got to go there. And what's the one team they've really struggled with throughout the, well, the urban era, outside, of course, Iowa? Mm -hmm. It has been Mark Mm D'Antonio and Michigan State. Look, they found a way to beat Penn State this last week. Of improbable victory. I didn't watch a ton of it. I don't. And know Felton what... Davis against that secondary. Okay, twelve catches, two hundred twenty-six yards, mm-hmm. and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could happen. That secondary is bad. No, I know. And now without a pass rush, I mean, Minnesota was moving the ball at will at times against the Buckeyes. This past weekend, Trent, there were so many of those. Just like, oh my God, Notre Dame. I mean, yes. Pitt had them. They had them. Baylor had Texas on the ropes. They did have them on the ropes for the longest time. Vandy had Florida on the ropes. One of those Um, weeks in college Iowa State had West Virginia on the ropes, and they kept them on the ropes, and they kept pummeling them. That is what makes college football so great, is weekends like that going in, eh, it's Mm ho-hum, and then you get a weekend like that. Mm -hmm. It's conference games. Mm -hmm. Teams know each other well. They know all the tendencies, and, well, you see what happens. Upsets week after Mm -hmm. week. And that's why Ohio State, outside of Alabama, there's not a lock. To get in. And no. No, there's Clemson, not. for how bad the ACC is, can they afford a loss? I don't think so. Do they win the conference championship? If they do, are you taking a 12-1 and Clemson team over a... 12-0 and Notre Dame? The Pac-12 is out. Do we agree there? No. You don't think they are? Oregon runs the table? Yeah, but they're non-con. Let me let me let me look who they played. Nobody, I I, I do know that it Dude, is nobody. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Bowling Green, Portland State, San Jose State, yuck. Played nine conference games. Yep, and a conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who did Clemson what? play? Well, they had somebody decent, right? Uh, early in the year, they did. Yes, didn't they go on the road? They had a neutral site game. I'm, I'm digging real fast here. They Not had, Auburn. Uh, Texas A and M. A and M. Yep. Because remember, because A&M in the same month had Clemson and Alabama two weeks apart. Uh, We've got Frank Schwab coming up next. We'll get into the NFL uh, when Trent and I... I want to, you know, once we get done with Frank, let's do contender, pretender NFL 
okay. this uh, far into the season. I think we're starting to see... Delineation? Yeah, I think to, so. Yeah. And there's some teams right now that look as though they're in the hunt, but I think they're kind of pretender, and we'll, we'll do that. We've got the, all of our guests, by the way, appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. He's my dentist. If you've moved from the uh, to the east side, if it's time, you're looking for a new dentist. If you're new to the area, Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. He's going to appear on it. We're going to do our Hawkeye Swan with Doc, get his prediction on Maryland coming up. I know he's usually on with you on Fridays, but mm-hmm. he's leaving. Uh, he's going to some conference somewhere, so we'll get him in here today. I'm guessing you'll pick Iowa to beat Maryland. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb, Trent. Yeah, that, that's not a stretch at that's all. not a stretch. No. We'll talk to Frank Schwab next. YahooSports.com. He's one of their NFL columnists. He joins us next. His latest power rankings are up. What is it? Who's his number one? Mm, it's got to be the Rams. Who's number two? Got to be the Patriots. It is not. Chiefs? He left the Chiefs there and kept the Patriots Mm. three. I like where he's coming from. Mm. We'll come back with Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports next. Trent and I are here until 1 in the 1 o'clock hour. Zubin Mahente stops by from ESPN. It's the Ken Miller Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday, with Trent Condon on 1700 The Champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. On Friday, November the 2nd, the Autism Society of Iowa is holding its 30th annual Silent and Live auction to raise money for those affected by autism spectrum disorders in the state of Iowa. The event is held at the Sheraton Hotel on 1850th Street in West Des Moines. This annual event includes many wonderful items up for bid, including tickets to local events, autographed sport items, handmade quilts, and gift baskets. For more information, Google Autism Society of Iowa. Kurt here from Archer Home Center. Since you're listening to this show, I know you're not careless with money, and you demand a great value. So here's my value proposition to you. At Archer Home Center, I guarantee that I'll match anyone's price, and I'll be anybody's service on carpet, hardwood, laminate, appliances, electronics, and mattresses. It's our price match guarantee. Archer Home Center in Adel. Match anyone's price, beat anybody's service. Archer Home Center. Most people just hear an engine. We hear a 6.2-liter Hemi V8 with a supercharger that accelerates so fast, it'll suck the air out of your lungs and knock you back in your seat like you're an astronaut in a rocket ship hurtling through the stratosphere. But then again, we're not most people. We're the Brotherhood of Muscle. Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. 
Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping heartlandflags.com it's one thing to be aware of breast cancer it's another to do something about it here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference who get out there take action every step every dollar every voice matters join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero get registered today for the susan g coleman des moines race for the cure on october 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community visit comangreateriowa.org slash dm race to get registered today are you interested in starting a new franchise You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, USC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Trent Connor and myself take you until 1 o'clock here today. Jimmy B and TC from 1 until 2. The Drive, afternoon sports talk on your drive home with Trent and Wolfgang. Let's get Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports in here. Proud graduate of the University of Wisconsin. But I'm guessing you'd rather me ask about the Brewers before we get into the Badgers in the NFL. Frank, how are you? Uh, yeah, let's talk baseball because football was... <laughs> Oh, man. Like, that was, yeah, luckily I missed it because I was driving back from, uh, I went to Miller Park for games one and two, so I missed the Wisconsin debacle, 
And, uh, yeah, that, that wasn't good. No. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Miller Park. Uh, it's, I, I think it's a really good place to watch baseball. Yeah. What was it like inside the building? You know, the, the Brewers getting as far as they have for the first time in a long time. It looked electric on TV, I can only imagine, Frank. Oh, phenomenal atmosphere. Just as good as I've ever I, – I haven't been to many baseball postseason baseball games in my life just because I have happened to live around places with really bad baseball. And – it was it was unbelievable. It was great. I, I mean, and then for them to, you know, for them to, to steal one back last night, big deal. Look, I, I've I've been a Brewers fan all my life. They haven't made the World Series since I was six. This is the closest mm-hmm. they have literally been since I was six years old. So we'll, we we shall see. Big one tonight. No doubt about that, and a big one for Green Bay. We'll leave the Badgers to the end, and we'll per- try to put you in a good mood with the <laughs> Packers and that comeback victory, Frank. It felt like for the longest time that the 49ers were going to get them. They had opportunities throughout. But then Aaron Rodgers happened in another drive late in the game, though. I was surprised. I saw a list of the top 20 quarterbacks all time in comebacks, fourth quarter, game-winning drives. Aaron Rodgers wasn't listed on there. Surprised when you heard that, Frank, or if you saw that last night? No, I well, I mean, you you got to be trailing in the fourth quarter of a lot of games to, yeah. to do that. And he's he's had he's had some years where they they haven't trailed in the fourth quarter. I I was boy last night. There's a there's a lot of different things you can take from that game. First of all, big for the Packers is going to win. They need it. You know, you can't lose that game. Mm-hmm. Two Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous. I, I mean, we all know that. Mm-hmm. But the takeaway, and also, I want to give the Forty ers some credit because they've played really really hard since Jimmy Garoppolo went down. I mean, they have. They they led the Chargers. They outplayed the Cardinals and lost the game somehow. Just ridiculous turnover margin stuff. And then they played really hard last night and deserved to win. So I, I want to give Kyle Shanahan and that group some credit. They've really played well. But the the main takeaway I have, other than Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous, the Packers might not be very good. Right. I mean, for them to struggle along like that the entire game and need Aaron Rodgers to make some ridiculous plays to bail them out. Look, if C.J. Beathard, who played pretty well, mm-hmm. if he makes one play down the stretch, we're talking about a, a Packers team that's 2-3-1 three, and one, and just lost as a double-digit home favorite to the San Francisco 49ers are Jimmy Garoppolo. It was, yeah, they're, they're good win. Great. That's fine. But going forward, do I feel good about the Green Bay Packers? No. They have not played well all season. They have not had one great game yet. Even the, you know, even the Bills. The Bills game was the one where the score was offside. They won 22 zip. Even after that game, Aaron Rodgers was complaining about how bad the offense was. They, they don't look good all year. We're six games in. This isn't like one or two games. This is six, and they still don't look good this season. Frank Schwab from YahooSports.com is our guest, part of the shutdown corner. Now, Frank, we uh, really, as football fans, had two terrific prime timers Sunday and, of course, last night. The Sunday night game, back and forth, it seemed like it was going to be last touchdown wins, and that's kind of what it was, although it was a field goal ultimately uh, that uh, sent everybody home and in the Patriots case sent everybody home happy Uh, your power rankings came out today and I agree with you you did not flip-flop Kansas City and the Patriots despite what we saw on uh, on Sunday night you kept Kansas City as the best team in the AFC I think we're going to see the game again Frank I do it was very entertaining Pat Mahomes is now, I think, you know, gone through what he needed to do. He's he's been on the stage where the light of the bright the lights have been the brightest, and I think he passed the test. Um, I'm with you, leaving the Chiefs as the best team in the AFC. Yeah, and and I know people are going to bring up that the Chiefs were five and zero last year and struggled. This just seems different to me. I, I the Chiefs have passed every test you can pass. I, look, they lost, yes, but 
for them to stand toe to toe, lose on a last second field goal at New England, okay. I, <laughs> I I came out of that game more impressed with the Chiefs than I was beforehand. I mean, they 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 stood toe to toe with the AFC champs, and they could have easily won that game. I thought Mahomes really played well under pressure. They've won and they've won quality games. They've they've you know look at how well the Chargers have played. Well, the the Chiefs mm-hmm. beat them in LA the first week of the season. They won at Pittsburgh, who we still have hope that they can become a good team. They blew out the Jaguars, which I don't know. Maybe that doesn't mean much as it did two weeks ago. But they won every kind of game against every kind of they even beat the 49ers and that was a Jimmy Garoppolo game. Jimmy got hurt late. They this isn't a fluke. They're look, I get that they have defensive problems, but and that might you know that might cost them in the playoffs in one of these games, but the Chiefs ain't going away. They're saying it's I I just can't I don't think we're going to look up in, in late December and say, wow, yeah, the Chiefs just ended up being 10-6. and six. I, I think this is a 13-3 and three type of team because Mahomes is here to stay, and, and all of their skill position guys are just so good. I, I mean, Tyreek Hill is just an unbelievable player. So, yeah, I, I look, a good win by, great win by the Patriots. I mean, you really want to get that one, especially at home, but I didn't come out of there thinking that the Patriots were clearly the better team. I thought, hey, let's run this thing back in January because it would be a lot of fun. And we'll get to see the Chiefs again in prime time coming up with another Sunday night game and that Monday night game looming a month from now in Mexico City with the Rams. Yeah. They're your top team. Tell us if there is a concern with the Rams, what it would be as they continue their undefeated run. I I can't even tell. Like, I guess their defense gave up 31 points back-to-back weeks, and, you know, they've had some issues on defense. It hasn't looked like the the defense we saw early in the season, which was really good for for about a three-game stretch. I have no issues with the Rams whatsoever. This is... This is the best team of football. Mm-hmm. It's it's even possible they they are historically good. Like we might, I I mean it's it's way ahead of time, and then who knows what happens. But it wouldn't shock me if we're looking at a fifteen to one type of team. I, I mean, that, that what's their weakness? And I guess the the answer is always injuries. Yeah, if golf goes down, if Gurley goes down, if Eric Donald goes down, that that does change the math. But this team is just without weakness. They're again, and I said this all season basically since the first couple of weeks. If you're even thinking about putting anyone else at number one in any kind of power rankings you do, you're just doing it wrong. Like the Rams are, uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a long time since I've done these rankings, and it had such an obvious number one that it's not even worth a debate with a number two. Yeah, I would think maybe right now Cairo Santos might be the weakness, but Zerline's coming back at some point. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, Zerline might be back this week. Right. So yeah. I mean, it's they've gotten through their, their kicker didn't cost them a game. I mean, this once Zerline comes back, Zerline might be one of the three best kickers in the NFL. So mm-hmm. it becomes a strength again. No doubt about it. You know, they beat uh, Denver this past week. So I got two questions on Denver, uh, Frank. If you allow me here, uh, Case Keenum, who the fans are already booing there. Um, there's a reason that Minnesota was willing to. To let him get away and really never even attempted to keep him. And then Vance Joseph, if Arizona beats Denver on Thursday night, the game's in Arizona, I think they're going to give the Broncos everything that they want because I think Arizona's starting to look better than they were earlier in the season. So does Vance Joseph survive a loss on Thursday night? And then will we see Mr. Irrelevant, Chad Kelly, last pick in the draft, play quarterback, start at quarterback at some point for Denver? Yeah, I mean, I'm based in Denver. I mean, we know that. But it's one of those things where 
out here, the, the Broncos fans have always loved the backup quarterback. We always hear that. It's kind of a joke about the fan base loving the backup quarterback. No fan base loves its backup quarterback more than Denver. I mean, since I've lived here for 15 years, it's, it's kind of amazing. Frank, He's always the most popular when, guy now. When I lived there, Tommy Maddox was mm-hmm. the backup quarterback to John Elway, and they love Tommy Maddox. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's for whatever reason, it's always been this way. It wasn't that way when Payton was here. Payton, once he got, got a role, and everybody was on board with that. But, I, you know, I... I don't think Chad Kelly's the answer, and I don't think Case Keenum's their biggest problem. Now, Case hasn't been very good. He's thrown eight interceptions. But I look at that, there's a lot going Like, Case Keenum's not the the reason they've given up more than 500 rushing hours the past two games. You know, it's Case Keenum's not the reason that they don't seem to have any uh, any reliability with the with the consistency calling run plays. They get away from the run game so easily. I think Case has made some mistakes. He hasn't made plays that he's needed to make. I don't think he's our biggest issue. And now that we get to the second question, Vance Joseph, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that the timetable is set up where if they lose to Arizona, who I have as the worst team in football, <laughs> on a Thursday night, it gives them three extra days to make a change. I don't know that they would go the Kubiak route. He's in their front office. But it, it would be, you know, mm-hmm. a, a different deal than just bringing up a coordinator who's struggling with a 2-5 with a and five team. I just, why, why keep Vance Joseph around? If you're 2-5, and five, and you have 10 days, and you've just lost your fifth game in a row to the terrible Arizona Cardinals on a Thursday night primetime game, what point is there? He's done. You're just doing You're either doing it on Friday morning or you're doing it at the end of the season. You might as well do it Friday morning and see if you can get a spark out of your team. Frank Schwab joining us from Yahoo Sports. Frank, uh, how about this? Have you made a visit over to isgrudengoneyet.com? <laughs> Boy, it's going bad in Oakland. <laughs> It really is. It really, really is. But I'm, I don't mean to be the contrarian here. It's bad this year. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we get just six games into John Gruden's 10-year contract. Just assume he's a failure. Everybody points at Cleo Mack. I think that was a mistake. Everybody thinks that's a mistake. And that's fine. One other guy that they get rid of is really biting them right now. Are they really worried about missing Michael Crabtree? Like, mm-hmm. I just think he inherited such a bad roster that and, and it was surprisingly bad because remember two years ago right before Derek Carr broke his leg we thought this was a team that, that might mm-hmm. contend for a few years yep. but the fact is this is not a good roster they don't have a lot of guys they don't Derek Carr's regressing too and I didn't expect that so when I, when I look at the totality of Gruden's moves they were weird he signed a lot of old guys that's not the way to win in the NFL but did he really screw up a playoff team? Was this team going to win 10 games with Cleo Mack? I don't really think so. I just think he was, I think he understood he was dealt a bad hand. He screwed up the Mack thing. There's no, and there's no coming back from that. That that's, You don't give a Cleo Mack. You just don't. But I'm at least willing to give Gruden a little bit of time here to figure this thing out. I, I, I just, it's early. I don't think that's a good roster. Let's see what he does with it. He's not the guy who drafted Amari Cooper and has watched him fall off the face of the earth. He's not the guy who drafted Carl Joseph, their first-round pick at safety, who doesn't even play anymore. He's not the guy who drafted Gary and Conley out of Ohio State who has who didn't play a single snap on defense the other day because he's struggling so bad. This, mm. he, he wasn't exactly given a great roster. Now, has he done anything with it? No. But I'm willing to at least say, let's let's see how this plays out, even though I know it's fun to pile on John Gruden. Mm-hmm. Last one on the NFL. I think Trent wants to talk Wisconsin before we get out of here. Frank, uh, it's, I mean, it's, I was going to say it's an easy one, but it's really not. And AFC North, uh, Bengals, Ravens, and Steelers, this is going to be fun. How's this going to shake out? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I think the Ravens might be really, really good. I, I mean, I don't know if their defense might be. Let me put it to you that way. They, I, I kind of, whenever something looks weird on a Thursday night, especially for a road team, I kind of throw it out. I don't even really pay that much attention to it. They gave up 34 points in that Thursday night week two game at, at the Bengals on a Thursday night. Other than that, they've given up, I believe this is correct, it's in my power rankings, they've given up 3-12-14-14-0 points in their other five games. They've not given up more than 14 points in any other game other than that wonky Thursday night game. So maybe we're looking at a really, really good defense, like one of the top three defenses in the NFL. And the offense, I think, is good enough. I, I, I'm, I think the Ravens might, you know, we don't like to talk about the Ravens because they're boring. They really are. They're, they're a dull team to watch. They're a little better this year, but not much. I think the Ravens might be better than we think. We're not, that might be the one good team we're not talking about enough. We keep talking about the Chiefs and even the Chargers get some love, the Patriots. The, the, everybody wants the Steelers to be good. But here are the Ravens who have just been dominant on defense. Nobody's really talking about them as a contender. I, I'm kind of starting to come around to the fact that John Harbaugh's got this thing going again. He's a great coach. Their offense is better than it was last year, and their defense might be top three. That's a team we got to keep an eye on. Before we get to the Badgers, Frank, the Bears, that loss, right? for a while it felt like, well, they should lose this game. And then there's other while where there's no way they should lose this game. Brock Osweiler at quarterback, on and on and on. Your takeaway from what we saw out of Chicago coming off a of bye? Yeah, it's, it's, some of it's just, hey, you wore down in the heat and the humidity. You could see that when Osweiler's just torturing them in the fourth quarter in overtime. But the fact is this. If you're a playoff team, you beat the Miami Dolphins. That's just the way it is. Like I know that every playoff team is going to have one kind of weird loss on their resume. Most anyway, they'll have one weird loss on their resume. And maybe this was the Bears' weird loss, but... I just feel like if you're real, if you're legit, if you really want to win the NFC North this year, you find a way to beat Brock Osweiler. You just do. I mean, it's it's just life in the NFL. You're not getting that win back. You're not, you know, it, 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 it's just for them to just, and the defense to just wear down and give up. I believe Osweiler was something like 10 or 13 for 201 yards or 181 yards or something like that in fourth quarter and overtime. And it's Brock Osweiler we're talking about. Just a bad loss. Just, and, and again, I don't think they have the type of margin for error where they could just have a bad loss and still win the NFC North. I think they would need to win every single game that they should win, and they should have won on Sunday. The Badgers are bad? Where, where are you at with your squad here? Still road trip to Penn State, road trips to Purdue and oh. Northwestern. How bad is it going to get for Bucky? Yeah, Penn State's not going to go well. I, I still think they're good enough to, to beat kind of they're one of those teams that's good enough to beat teams they should beat, and I think they should beat Northwest. I think they should beat Purdue, but they're not good enough to beat a good team. They're just not. They're, I mean, Hornybrook was so bad on, on Saturday. It's just, and the defense had so many injuries, and they just look outclassed. And last year was their shot. I mean, honestly, they Wisconsin was one drive away from playing the college football playoff, and you just, when you're, you look, when you're Ohio State, when you're Alabama, when you're Auburn, you, you get multiple shots at that. When you're Wisconsin, you don't. And that was their shot, and they, they didn't come through in the head, too, and that's kind of where we are. Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com. Frank, thank you. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Appreciate it, Frank. Absolutely, as always. Yeah, good to talk to you. Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com. Uh, good stuff there with Frank. Really, really solid NFL guy. Read him at Yahoo Sports. Uh, Trent, real quick, let's go around. Mm-hmm. Let's contender and pretender quickly, okay? Because I'm going to get the Doc Fuller in here from the Hawkeye Swarm. Is this contender to win the Super Bowl? Is that what you're saying? Or To make the playoffs. To be a playoff to, team. To okay. be a playoff team. AFC East. Um, uh, the Dolphins contender, pretender. I still think pretender. I do, too. I agree with you. 
And there's nobody else in that division. Jets? Jets are 3-3. Three three. Contender, pretender. Pretender. Yes. <laughs> now, this gets tricky. The North. Bengals? Yes. Pretend, uh, contender. Ravens? Contender. Steelers? Contender. I agree. Not, Browns? Browns, pretender. Okay, yeah. You're away. Somebody is going to win the AFC South. Oh, please be Tennessee. No, do you have them? Yes. What have you got them at? Plus 375. To do what? Win the division. Oh, win the division. Yeah. Oh, I'm rooting for you. 375. I also... What are you, Jags? Contender? Pre- oh, go ahead. 18 to 1 to win the AFC. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> Keep your th- plus Burn 375. That <laughs> Jags? Yeah. Contender? I mean, all three of these teams. Blake Bortles? Do I have to remind you? It, That's going to take is... 9 and 7. It's going to take 9 and 7. Okay, I'll agree with you. You can get to 9 and 7 with, I think with Blake can. Bortles. I know the answer to this because I agree with you. Chargers? Absolutely. Contender. And they're a contender not just for the playoffs. They're not a contender in that division, are they? Oh, yeah. You think that they? Oh, yeah. Chiefs got one on them they already. They do, and it was in L.A. Right, game so week that's, one. That's a big one. Look at that Chiefs no, schedule. Oh, I know. Chargers are solid, too. Yes. All right, let's go to the NFC. Cowboys. Yes, they After are a contender. last week, I think you got... Again, much like we said with the AFC South, the NFC East, somebody's got to win it, and this could be 8-8. Eight and eight. Eagles? Yeah, still a contender. Redskins? Yes. Huh? They're very I uneven. I can't deny you. And they're probably going to lose this week. Who and they play? They're going to go back and forth. They're going to yo-yo all year. Win-loss, win-loss, mm. win-loss, 8-8. Eight eight. Um, to the North... The Chicago Bears. Pretender. Are, now, seriously, do yes, you feel that way? I do. Why? Mac's banged up. Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, what's, it, what's Mac on an ankle? I think that's what it I is. I think it's what I saw, too. And I have concerns about Matt Nagy. After what? His scripted plays? After, after he runs after out of he that? After through that, you know, he learned from one of the worst as it pertains to close games, <laughs> clock situation. Yeah. And he has shown that in the two mm-hmm. close games with Miami and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you that. Is he learning on the fly, too, like your QB? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Packers. They're a contender. I think they're a pretender. You don't think they can win that division? No, I don't. I don't think they can win With that Aaron Rodgers. But he's cast of – they're so banged De- up. Devontae Adams? No, he's a good player. He's good? He's a good player. And they'll get caught back? All right, you talked me into it. Contender with a small C. Yeah. It might have to be for them 9-6-1. and one. And the Vikings, the Bears, you know. I think 10-5-1. and 10-5-1, and that might feel like a stretch now that you put it that way. Because the Vikings, I think, get to that. I think they do, too. Uh, to the south, we both feel the Saints both. are in. Yeah. Panthers. Yeah, I like the Panthers. Another small wager there at plus 235. Mm-hmm. I don't it, feel good about that one, though. It, I feel better about Tennessee than I do Carolina winning the division. Yeah, you should because the Saints are, yes. uh, the Saints are so good. So here's Tampa? one for you. No. They would have picked up that Pretender. lateral. Yeah. Pretender. Yeah. The only sub-500 team that I don't think you can write off. Don't say the Arizona Cardinals. No, I'm not going to say the Arizona. Although I hope they win Thursday because that would be the end of Vance Joseph. <laughs> uh, look, it's already we're not even in November, and I'm already looking forward to the draft. God, that's awful. But you know what? I've been spoiled. Bronco fans have been spoiled. Yeah. We have, we have nothing to complain about. Uh, how about the Falcons is the only sub-500 team? They have so many injuries in that secondary. They do. There's a ton of talent. Has Julio gonna... Jones caught a touchdown pass this year? I no, don't he has think not. he has. It's been 11 games now since he has last. Has it been that 11 many? 11 games. He had three touchdowns last year. What? Yeah. 
I, I, you know, I, I'm not, I don't play fantasy mm-hmm. football, but I got to think that when you guys sit around and drink your beers and do your thing, yeah. that Julio Jones is coming off relatively early in the second round, You're right? Exactly right. And he's got three touchdown three. passes in the last two years. Three. None this year. Nothing. You're having a bad year if you got him on your roster, right? Or he's probably on your bench at this point. He, he might be heading there for me this week. <laughs> oh, you've got him. Uh, I do. <laughs> Well, remember, I'm in six leagues, so... Oh, yeah, you're bound to have Bound them. to have a bit some point. Seattle Seahawks. Nah, I can't quite I'm go I'm with you. we got to get a break. Doc Fuller next, Hawkeye Swarm. We'll talk about Maryland and Iowa. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself with you until 1 on 1700 The Champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charter House Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.ApprovedByJoe.com approval some minimum requirements guys are you ready to begin your journey to live life better are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom looking to burn fat and gain muscle then it's time to contact new leaf wellness new leaf wellness offers a free no obligation consultation dr robert seaman and the new leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you from testosterone replacement therapy advanced weight loss to nutritional therapy new leaf wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life dr robert seaman and new leaf wellness give them a call today at 515-650-1358 again 515-650-1358 for new leaf wellness 
one more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Hi, welcome back. Ted Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself with you until 1. Jimmy B and TC 1 until 2. Hawkeye Swarm Time, Dr. Stephen Fuller slides in as we talk Hawks with the Doc. Maryland this weekend, Doc Fuller. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Ken? Doing well. You know, you watched Wisconsin and Michigan this week, and Michigan really put it to them. Then you go back to that uh, that September 22nd under the lights at Kinnick Stadium. And, boy, this has got to be one that's, A, it's going to eat at the players this offseason, but the fan base um, you just wonder what might have been, right? Because I'm not so sure that the best team on the field was not the uh, Hawkeyes on that particular night. Scorebite says otherwise, but felt like one perhaps got away, Doc, that could come bite to bite them. Most definitely. I mean, uh, you just keep throwing salt in that open wound of mine, don't you? But uh, <laughs> you, uh, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, you, you think about uh, the time – where we fumbled the ball after the punt and had a three and out. And I think uh, that kind of took a little wind out of the uh, defense, but uh, you know, we can't look back. We just got to keep looking forward and, and get to six and one after this weekend. The offense for the second straight week showed big signs, six down touch, six touchdown passes from Nate Stanley. Doc, have you ever been as excited about this offense as I am right now? Probably dating back to 2002, it feels like they can run it, they can throw it, they can kind of do whatever they want. This isn't the Iowa football that I'm used to. This is definitely uh, a complete package. I mean, we haven't had it uh, this loaded, so to speak, uh, since it, it, you're exactly right, since 2002. I mean, uh, if, if you uh, press in on us too hard, uh, we'll, uh, we'll hit one of our tight ends or, or we'll go deep and, and – uh, or if you're covering them, uh, we're gonna we're gonna run the ball, and even our receivers are catching, our running backs are catching the ball too. So, you know, uh, lots of weapons out there on the field, and uh, we'll uh, probably use all of them and uh, get a big victory against uh, Maryland this weekend. Mm. Ivory Kelly Martin looks as though he's going to be ready to play. Doc, what what does he do? 
I mean, what what kind of a difference can he make when he's in this football game? I mean, Young hasn't been awful. I really like Sargent. I think that you know that must have been a great pickup. But uh, full compliments of running backs, and they've run the ball well. But it can't hurt to have the guy that actually won the job out of training camp back on the field this week. Well, you know, he can get inside, he can go outside, and when he gets outside, you know, uh, he can turn on the afterburners, and, and that's, I think that's the what they see more in uh, Kelly Martin than uh, what they do in uh, Young. But Young, I mean, my gosh, you want to put a guy uh, inside, and if he gets free, you're, you know, he'll make you pay. And Sergeant, he's just, quicker, but I think they're afraid of too many hits on that small uh, body frame that he's got, and uh, so they use him in, uh, you know, limited uh, stints. Doc, you're, you're always optimistic. You're an optimistic kind of guy as it pertains to the Hawkeyes, but with what we saw with Wisconsin getting blown out by Wisconsin, what they still have in by front Michigan, of them, yeah. or by Michigan. Do uh, you already have your tickets in hand for the Big Ten Championship <laughs> game? Where are you sitting right now? Well, I'm sitting in my office. And, uh, no, um, <laughs> no I, I don't have my uh, reservations made yet for Indianapolis. Uh, I mean, we got a lot of football, and, and uh, you got to have a lot of things fall your way. I mean, you know, we're, the injuries are starting to, uh, the dings are starting to count, and, and uh, defensively we've responded, and, and uh, just hope that the injury bugaboo doesn't start hitting the offensive line or, or our skill uh, positions. Uh, you just never know. I mean, uh, one week you're the you're Goliath, and the next week, you know, uh, you got to scramble and figure out uh what mixture of players you're going to have to uh, do the game, do the plays that you need to play? Uh, Wisconsin on the road Shh. got lucky to beat Iowa. I think that's fair. Got trounced yeah. by Michigan. They got to go to Northwestern, go to Penn State, go to Purdue. There's another loss there, boys. Maybe two. So uh, Iowa, even if they might have a little, even a little bit of wiggle room there, if they go to Happy Valley and say they can't pick that one off. Doc, we're out of time. Great stuff. We will uh, talk to you next week. Thank you, Doctor Stephen Fuller, HawkeyeSwarm dot com. We'll talk to you next week, Doc. Thank you. You have a good day. You, you too, and we'll talk to you uh, next week. All of our guests, including Doctor Fuller on the Doctor Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. All right, Zuba Mahente is coming up next from ESPN. He'll join us about twelve fifteen. Trent and I until one. It's the Ken Miller Show on seventeen hundred The Champ. Seventeen hundred The Champ with the Drive every weekday afternoon. Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for the drive home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? 
you can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Welcome to Ankeny's Greatest Neighborhood Restaurant, where everything is fresh and local. It's the Fletcher, full-service kitchen and bar. The Fletcher is the ideal place to grab lunch with colleagues, dinner with the family, or a craft beer and cocktail with friends, or a date on the patio. Rustic and contemporary influences collide, and the menu combines the very best comfort food with the latest food trends. Fresh salads, hand-tossed pizzas, juicy burgers, and classics from their smokehouse selection, like pork chops, ribs, chicken, prime rib, and steaks. You'll discover an amazing atmosphere and ambiance at the Fletcher and feel right at home. Two private dining rooms, great for private parties and celebrations, and catering as well for your convenience. Open Tuesday through Saturday for lunch and dinner with live music on Friday and Saturday nights and a terrific brunch from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Sundays. Located in Ankeny at 1802 North Ankeny Boulevard, the Fletcher is this week's sweet deal of the week. Get $50 worth of certificates for only $25. Get this Fletcher sweet deal Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Welcome to the Fletcher. You're a friends. Why pay 15 or $20 for one haunted house when you can have a full night of fright at Sleepy Hollow Haunted Screen Park in Pleasant Hill? They're making Halloween fun affordable. Sleepy Hollow Haunted Screen Park features covered waiting areas and 10 attractions, ranging from fun to terrifying. Haunted houses include Castle of Blood, Chaos, and Nightmare Estates. There's also two haunted walks, a silent disco, 3D gallery, fog maze, and more. Multiple ticket options are offered, but nights sell out quickly, so book yours online at sleepyhollowtickets.com and be sure to check out the new VIP option that gives you the entire Sleepy Hollow Screen Park experience and lets you skip the lines at the major attractions. Sleepy Hollow Screen Park VIP passes are up for grabs and a special scream of a sweet deal. Get a VIP pass for just 21 bucks 